0: Okay.
1: This weekend, Bay Request.
0: Stop. I do that.
1: <laughs> what fun noise is we are going to make?
0: Stop. I hate it. episode of
1: catching you up on our story
0: of things that have happened in the past yeah so we're finally ending our story it only took seven episodes of a podcast to do it
1: i think this is episode eight
0: well one of them wasn't uh, one about of them our was, story
1: oh, Right, sorry one of them was our question and answer episode
0: the one immediately prior to this right. one
1: i forgot i'm sorry
0: it was like our best episode how could you forget hmm. Anyway, we're back to the bad stuff, just us talking about our story. (laughs) And we kind of left off after the butterfly run. So that was in October-ish, right?
1: Yeah. Did we talk about the butterfly run? I don't even remember. I think we did.
0: Okay. (laughs) We did.
1: Cool. Yeah, so that was in October. And October was like the bad month for us. Or the month that I think we thought was going to be bad, but maybe didn't end up being as bad.
0: I mean, yeah, because we have a lot of events in October-
1: so there's your birthday.
0: Yeah, well, everybody know. Everyone already knows that.
1: And there's my birthday. But there's
0: also your birthday.
1: There was Eliza's due date, which was Halloween, and that also happened to be my grandmother's birthday. Yeah. So that was going to be a big moment. Um, there's
0: your dad's birthday. There's my dad's
1: birthday. There's Thanksgiving.
0: But then yeah, all the get together celebration stuff, which includes Halloween and. We didn't go to a party that we were invited to. Yep. Sorry, Poppy. It looked really fun, though. It looked like you guys
1: had a lot of fun. It looked
0: like everyone had a great time. Yeah, and Thanksgiving was going to be our first big, like, family holiday get-together kind of thing after Mm -hmm. Eliza was born.
1: It went pretty well.
0: It went as well as it could be expected. I mean,
1: my perception of it was it went great, but I also drank a bottle of wine to myself, so that might have added to how i perceived the evening
0: you had a great thanksgiving
1: <laughs> i don't remember eating any food i do remember drinking a bottle of wine
0: so october was kind of a whole bunch of things going on we were actually worried about october going into october but then mm-hmm.
1: it ended up not being like as bad okay. as we thought it was going to be
0: it wasn't a huge deal oh and also a butterfly runners on october on my birthday yeah on your birthday <laughs>
1: And then, like, nothing really happened in November.
0: Right. No, like, big crazy events or anything.
1: And then December comes. Except,
0: well, no, the thing that happened in November was starting to worry about Christmas.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: I had a lot of Christmas anxiety (laughs) last year.
1: Yeah. Well, because you really love Christmas.
0: I'm a big, I'm a real big Christmas head. Leah is more of a Grinch.
1: Okay, that's excessive. I'm not a Grinch. I enjoy Christmas.
0: <laughs> Leah could take her leave Christmas. That's not
1: even true.
0: Um, but normally I mean we could we'll be doing a whole series of episodes about Christmas and my oh, thoughts probably. about Christmas.
1: Normally in our house, Mike starts playing Christmas music on December first. Mm. And in the past few years has done a dancing advent calendar every day on social media. Right. And I have to, like, convince him that we are not putting the Christmas tree up in November. And we are going to hold off.
0: Well, it's usually, like, the last weekend of November. It's like, well, might as well. Because this week, it's going to be December already. And we're not going to have our tree up.
1: And... You only get
0: one month. It's one month where you're supposed to feel happy and good. And everything is supposed to look nice. And that's it. And that's the whole point. And that's the beginning and the end of it. And it's one out of 12 that you get to do this for.
1: We could decorate so try for every holiday. It.
0: That sounds terrible.
1: I could decorate for Easter and it. Thanksgiving and Halloween no. and uh, Valentine's Day.
0: No, these are all stupid. But anyway, so I always try to really get into Christmas. And <laughs> I have varying degrees of success to how much cheer and spirit i actually end up feeling but i always am concerned with like wanting to do christmas properly good yeah and so i had a lot of anxiety about like what happens if i'm sad or what happens if i don't want to or what happens if everyone else is having a good time and then i bring everyone down Mm -hmm. and that was
1: we spent a long time in counseling talking about that
0: (laughs) we spent a long time in counseling talking about that and that was one of, like, the big revelations that came out of everything. Was that our, uh, our, our social worker said, well, why does Christmas have to be happy this year? And that was just like, what? <laughs> like, my brain exploded when she said that. And so, yeah, we uh, immediately... <laughs> I was immediately able to shift perspective and say that Christmas is going to be what it's going to be this year. Yeah. And we're going to be thinking about Eliza a lot and we're going to do nice things for her. Mm-hmm. And if we're sad, we're sad. And if we make other people sad too, then... then too they, bad for them. Then they get to be sad along with us. <laughs> and I don't even know. How did Christmas end up going? It was okay.
1: Um... Well, I mean, we started taking decorations down Christmas morning.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so we did put up decorations and we put them up like pretty early. Like I think it might have been even in November we put stuff up because like right before.
0: Yeah. Because I think we woke that...
1: up one day and was just like, let's let's do this. Yeah, like, we, we were both, both wanted feeling good. to do it, so we just like did it then because we were feeling okay about it.
0: And then, yeah, for the couple weeks after, it did not fill me with Christmas cheer, <laughs> seeing all the decorations. And, I mean, we it did filled stuff, me, it like... It filled me with more Christmas anxiety, I think.
1: Like, we had an ornament on the tree for her. And yeah. we got one for, like, some members of the family so that they have ornaments on their tree for her. Um, and kind of everybody sort of picked something that they liked, you know. For us, we wanted a bumblebee. Your mom and my sister wanted butterflies. Um uh, My mom picked out an ornament with, like, a quote on it that she really liked.
0: Yeah, but, yeah <laughs> your mom's is very religious.
1: Which is only notable because my mother is not at all religious.
0: Well, she wasn't. No, she's not. this ornament. <laughs> the ornament was like, oh, and now can't wait to to check you out in heaven see you later (laughs) can't wait to walk up the stairs into Uh, heaven and see you it did
1: say something about stairway to heaven and there was a. it
0: was like it was a picture of a stairway and it's like yeah you're up there chilling with your wings and stuff
1: (laughs) yeah anyway we got eliza's name inscribed on it and uh her birthday and that ornament my mom said like that ornament had to be the first one that went on the tree
0: first of all which
1: was like a big deal um, because we do not have traditions like that in my family. Like, I know some families have, like, this is always the first ornament that goes on the tree. Or... Yeah,
0: weird that your family has no Christmas traditions. And it's yet... not
1: that we don't have no Christmas and traditions. Yet you don't even like Christmas. I, mean, I do like Christmas. Mike is such a... Uh, it's not that we have no Christmas traditions. We just... Have few. Anyways, this is not a Christmas podcast right now.
0: No, that'll be our December <laughs> 24th episode yeah, that'll that be, drops. it
1: will be the real uplifting message for you right before Christmas. So my mom wanted that to be the first ornament that went on the tree. And then when the tree came down, she didn't pack that ornament away. It now hangs on her fridge.
0: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I forgot that.
1: So, like, you know, obviously that's important to her, which is fine.
0: I know. I was making a joke. It's very nice. So we put our own Christmas stuff up. It didn't make me super Christmassy, full of cheer. Mm-hmm. Christmas happened. It was okay. It was sad. We were missing someone, but everyone survived. Christmas came and went.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we woke up Christmas morning and <laughs> our plan was to go over to your mom's house like in the afternoon and then go to your my parents' house for Christmas dinner. That was, like, the first month we were trying to get pregnant again. Right. I had, like, finished. I had been on birth control for a few months after Eliza was born because I was having some bleeding issues. And so it was, like, that around Christmas I was either, it was, like, I was just about to ovulate or I had just ovulated and I was waiting. No, I think I had already ovulated and was waiting to take a pregnancy test. Right. But either way, I wasn't drinking, which
0: didn't help the situation
1: <laughs> didn't help how i was feeling
0: and yeah we woke so, up christmas morning and
1: just like came downstairs and saw all the decorations and was like nope these are coming down now
0: <laughs> we undecorated on christmas morning
1: while listening to will smith
0: oh yeah that was great <laughs> and that was good and i don't know i like it, it didn't feel weird like it felt good to be doing that i just like oh see you later christmas we're done bye
1: <laughs> And then, of course,
0: we did have to go celebrate Christmas twice, uh, two more times, (laughs) but no, that was the weirdest thing we did, but it, it didn't feel or seem weird. It was, it was good. It felt like we made it to the finish line kind of.
1: Yeah, and then, like, Christmas Day itself was, like, fine. Seeing family was fine. We
0: like our family.
1: We got to see, like, some of my family that we haven't seen in four years because they were living not in Canada for work and had come home, so... That was nice yeah and you know like tensions and emotions ran high i think that day for like everyone we had some arguments but nothing we haven't been able to work through
0: nothing unusual for christmas
1: right is it really christmas if you don't yell at somebody in your
0: family the one last thing we'll say about christmas and i did not mean for us to be talking about christmas for 15 minutes in june but uh, we wanted to mention the Roger Nielsen House celebration of Christmas. No, what it's like
1: it? holiday, holiday celebration. They make it more... Non-denominational yes.
0: holiday tree yes. ha- decoration hanging. There's so a tree... So Roger to...
1: Nielsen House... I mean, when I saw it, I thought it you... looks
0: like a Christmas tree, but it was just a sort of winter holiday tree, I guess.
1: Yeah. So Roger Nielsen House, in case you don't remember, is where we went for bereavement support and counseling
0: and they're and all amazing humans, angels yes. and miracles and it's it's amazing there and they saved us.
1: And so they every year do a holiday celebration in December. They have a big tree in their like main lobby that they decorate and so you you take an ornament and you decorate it, you know, write a message to your baby, whatever it is. And then they call out every child's name yeah which was the first time we had heard eliza's name like read out loud like that
0: yeah and we were kind of i mean it wasn't like a surprise no that they were like we gave this. her name when there... we walked in
1: the door <laughs> and they
0: were calling out everybody else's names and and then they get to, and they call it eliza wheeler and we were both like whoa <laughs> it's so it was so weird hearing someone say her name out loud. Yeah. Just because it's not something we had experienced before. I mean, we
1: had used... We use her name we all her name. the time. But... I don't you know. You know, we were not in conversation often calling her Eliza Wheeler.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I don't know if, you know, anyone in our families would have even... If we would have heard someone else say that out loud at all, ever. No. Like, I don't... I don't know. Like, we would have said it to each other at some point but yeah it was like you know seeing it's like being at school and hearing her name called out for some kind of i think i like equated it it to
1: like graduation right although we will never get to hear her name read at you know high school post-secondary graduation this is kind of sort of the same feeling of like This weird feeling of, like, pride, but I don't
0: know. It was really, it's hard to describe because it wasn't...
1: I mean, we were crying, yes. We spent, like, the whole time there crying. Um, (laughs) but I don't know if it was even intense sadness. It was just, like, there was, like, all, it was just, like, oh, I'm crying because I'm having a lot of feelings. Not even specifically sad.
0: Yeah, it was just, um, I don't I've. I've never really been able to describe that whole thing. It was, like, shocking. It was great, but it wasn't necessarily, like, a happy moment, or, mm. but it wasn't, it also wasn't a sad moment. It was just a, it was, like, really unexpected just to have this huge reaction to just hearing her name called it. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it was really special
1: mm-hmm. That's all it was Yeah
0: But anyway, it was a big reception Kind of thing, there were snacks And some of the other folks from our Bereavement
1: group bereavement were there Bereavement
0: group were there, we got to hang out with them And, and then they do All the big bereavement celebs were there <laughs> All the loss celebs It was exciting to see them um... All the baby loss Influencers were there Wait, for if anyone out there thinks I'm joking, I'm absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. We're all mean, there. Everyone we was were, there.
1: What Mike is referring to is the executive committee of the Butterfly Run. <laughs> Many of those members I now.
0: guess most of them are the baby loss influencers that I was thinking of.
1: <laughs> yes, it absolutely is. I know, I know exactly who you're thinking about when you say this. Anyways... And then Roger Nielsen House does, like, activities for, like, the siblings, so they had, like, some crafty stuff to do and, like, that sort of thing. Oh, yeah.
0: It was a whole good little Christmas afternoon thing.
1: You know, I made the mistake of wearing a full face of makeup, which I Mm. think I might have cried off. Yeah. But...
0: But you looked great at the start.
1: Until my eyes got puffy. Then it was bad.
0: (laughs) So, anyway... Christmas happened in December, is what we've discovered.
1: Yeah, now, did we talk about last time? I don't really remember. Did we talk about the autopsy report and doing that? Because that happened in November. I'm now remembered. I don't think
0: I we I don't did. think we talked about going to the autopsy. We've already talked about what we learned.
1: Okay. Anyways, that was November. We went and had the autopsy appointment.
0: Yeah, it seems like it took a while to get us in there to get that. But, again, we didn't learn any new information they still... Don't really know of, what happened. Sort of a best guess court accident. And one of the uh, the nurses who sat in... Well, the one nurse who sat in with our bereavement group was extremely kind enough to offer to come with us to the, uh, to the autopsy meeting.
1: Yeah, we had a lot appointment. of... Anxiety.
0: Do- you know, doctor meeting...
1: We had a lot of anxiety going into that appointment.
0: We really just wanted to, because we're not going to get a lot of chances to talk about, you know, autopsy results with our our OB. And we really just didn't want to walk out of there and go, oh, shoot, we should have asked this or we forgot to ask about this or whatever, whatever. We wanted a real seasoned pro in there with us. and
1: And somebody who maybe, you know, wasn't clouded with so much emotion as we were who could maybe remind us if we were forgetting something yeah
0: so that's a tip for you whenever you're going into uh your baby's autopsy doctor meeting try to bring along a real professional (laughs) it's helpful and they'll know what they're talking about and what to ask and what you forgot so yeah that was very nice of her to do that yes thank you again roger nielsen coming through. Did anything happen after Christmas, though? What's happened between Christmas and June?
1: We did say that in December we were trying to get pregnant. Right. It was a little, that was a little bit of a a throwaway month, but I still count it as how many months we've been trying. But I I was coming off birth control, so we knew, like, it wasn't likely that it would work that month. But I tested for ovulation, and I got a positive ovulation test, so... Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I guess like January, where we start trying to get pregnant and testing for ovulation every month, and we have not had a positive pregnancy test yet. Um,
0: we did try every month.
1: <clears throat> we did try every month.
0: All of the months between then and now.
1: Yes, I've had a couple of like wonky cycles where I've had some like longer days and some shorter. Or some longer cycles and some shorter cycles. I know for like a lot of people who have periods that's like not weird, They like that happens. But for me that is kind of weird. I'm normally very
0: regular. I usually, I set my watch to your period. <laughs> it's always on time.
1: Yeah. So the fact that it hasn't been is like a little strange.
0: That's just been in the last couple months though, right?
1: Well, if you look back, it's basically been since. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I thought we were still pretty on track until recently.
1: No, I looked back and counted, and it's been kind okay. of off every month. I see. So I talked, I actually had an appointment today with my fertility doctor, and they said that that's fairly common after you've had a baby. It takes. It can take up to a year for your body to kind of regulate itself after you've been pregnant. But they also said it's very encouraging that I'm getting positive ovulation tests every month means that I probably am ovulating and we're going to start exploring some options just to make sure everything's okay with both of us. I have a lot of anxiety. What is that
0: supposed to mean?
1: I have a lot of anxiety that since getting pregnant with Eliza, like everything has gone wrong. Like...
0: It's possible, yeah. I've
1: can basically convinced myself that I have a hostile uterus and mm-hmm. that nobody wants to set up camp in there. Right. My fallopian tubes are blocked, which, by the way, is a real medical thing that can happen. Your fallopian tubes can get blocked and then the egg can't get down and the sperm can't get up and, like, everything's bad.
0: Yeah, real gummed up in there.
1: Um, And then I also have had, you know, the maybe possibility that, you know, your sperm have grown lazy and don't know how to swim anymore.
0: Not possible, but okay.
1: We don't know, so we're gonna get some. I
0: did, I have had that soy milk though, so I don't know the okay. chocolate soy milk.
1: Right, I have to cut you off. No more chocolate soy. So we're gonna get some testing done, some yeah. like blood work, some ultrasounds. Just
0: today, you had your first appointment back at the fertility center.
1: Yeah, because they've now, due to COVID, they were closed for several months. They've now just reopened and are starting. To see patients again, so, you know, that's, like, very exciting for us.
0: Over the phone.
1: Well, today was a phone, yes, but, like, I'll be able to go in for blood work and ultrasounds.
0: They don't have to do those over the phone? No. Hmm. I thought the iPhone can do blood work.
1: Mm, Maybe. Bing! Yeah, so it's been about six months of trying. How are we feeling about that?
0: Hmm, It's too many months. Last time around, you got pregnant... Every time I winked at you in a cool way, and it was like, no problem. Okay, at all. well,
1: not exactly. We did spend like four months trying where nothing happened.
0: But you were coming off of the super birth control. Yeah. And that was fine. And then it was like, bang, 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 bang. Yeah. So it's a little discouraging having nothing. I would say the bigger thing is that we keep passing these really arbitrary dates like Mm. date milestones like you i guess in february february or march you started freaking out because it didn't seem like we were going to have a baby in 2020 yeah in the calendar year 2020
1: yeah and for me that seemed really important that it that there wouldn't be more than a calendar year between eliza and the next baby Right.
0: And I don't know why. And I was like, mm, okay, I, kinda, I get what you mean, but, you know, don't worry about it. It makes no sense. Stop. Stop, thinking like, stop being like that. And then last week, I had the exact same thing because I started thinking about how it's June and June is close to July, which is basically August, which is when Eliza was born. And I totally freaked out that it's coming up on a year since Eliza was born. And then I started having a panic, not a panic attack because that's a real thing, but, you know, a freak out instance. A
1: little grief panic.
0: A little brain grief about how, what if we're not pregnant by the time it's Eliza's first birthday? Oh
1: yeah, I've gone there. I've gone to that place.
0: And I mean, the answer to that is like nothing. It doesn't matter at all. But in my head, it's like this is is bad, a disaster.
1: Yeah, that there um, could be
0: nothing worse than that in the world. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, it's these like really, you know, arbitrary sort of dates that are going by that mean absolutely nothing and are not in any way important. That's what's like freaking me out. My
1: other panic is that because of COVID, we won't be able to have a birthday party for Eliza.
0: Right.
1: And I also won't be pregnant pregnant so we will be alone on her birthday and not pregnant and i'm like oh that's gonna be not a good day
0: yeah it'll probably be a bummer either that'd way. be
1: but, bad we're yeah. gonna be in a bad place that day if that happens so you know it's just like her anxieties about the next few months and i don't know is there anything else i think this is like it
0: we literally talked about stuff that already happened earlier today so i think we're pretty up to date yeah So there will be no more episodes with our backstory.
1: Oh, can we... I want to do a little, like, PSA. If you are listening to this episode and you know somebody who is trying to conceive, even if they're not, you know, a fertility patient, they haven't gone through loss, they're just trying to conceive, it's super not helpful to say, just relax. Just, like, they don't need to hear that. (laughs) That's that's the only thing I... that's how I want to end this. If you know somebody who's trying to conceive, trying to conceive, don't tell them to just relax and it will happen.
0: Yeah, we should do a whole show about unhelpful... Advice. Advice.
1: Unhelpful grief advice, unhelpful trying to conceive advice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of it.
1: Oh, yeah. (laughs) So I think that's, like, it.
0: Yeah, so we have, we do have some fun episodes planned. I do want to do more with questions again, so send in questions. Yes. Yeah. if you don't, guys have
1: questions... Don't
0: make me hound you on Twitter for questions. Send
1: them to Twitter. Send them, do send them to our... You can message us on Instagram. Do we
0: need an email? Would that help you send us questions? Is Would you better? feel better? You can DM me.
1: Yeah, send like send me a private anonymous. message on Instagram at BabyQuest.
0: Don't make me DM you asking for questions.
1: Or on my other instagram at love for buzz or our personal ones if you know our personal ones that's also (laughs) fine Mm -hmm. if you just like know us in person and have questions you can like text us whatever if
0: you don't know us but you have questions like i'll get to know you yeah baby quest twitter is at baby quest cast don't forget right never forget
1: yeah So I think that's it. Cool. I think we did it.
0: All right. Well, we have, we'll be back. Uh, We should, we're expecting to be back next week. Sorry about the week off.
1: There was a lot going on in the world, in our lives. In our
0: own lives. There were were crises outside of our home. There were crises about baby stuff inside of our home. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we fully expect to keep doing this every week and releasing on Mondays. And yeah, sorry about last week. Oops.
1: It happens. Life.
0: So we'll see you soon. Bye. I love you. Bye.